and welcome to Is It Art? This new podcast is an exploration of groundbreaking and controversial art pieces throughout history. And by exploration, I mean we're just going to talk about how much we do or don't get it, right? Yeah. Yeah, so one caveat is that neither of us know anything about art, right? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you went to art school. Yeah. You are an artist. But I don't pay any attention. Okay, but you can do art, which doesn't that make you an artist? You made me a Rothko, so... I sure did. You must and know a lot. And it was fantastic. In fact, I would say you have more art books than I've ever owned. Um, It's because <laughs> art is hilarious to me, and my Rothko was to prove a point. All right, well, I think neither of us know anything, and that's <laughs> how people relate to us. Um, all right, so our first episode is on Marshall Duchamp's fountain made in 1917 and replicated in 1964. Wait, he made a fountain? Well, I'm going to show you pictures. Okay. Okay? He designed a fountain. I'm going to show you pictures. What's but his first, name? Marshall D- Marcel Duchamp. Marcel Duchamp. Yeah, very French. Marcel Duchamp. 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 All right, you guys, uh, this is new for me. I have really no idea what to expect, but, you know, Nils thinks it's really funny that I find art to be so ridiculous, and he wants you guys to experience what I'm experiencing. If you're like me, or if you are going to hate me five seconds into this podcast, you can view all of the pictures so you can see what I'm looking at on the Instagram for this podcast, which is Is It Art Podcast? Yeah. At Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) At Is It Art Podcast on On the the gram. The Grammy. All right. right. So without further ado, I'm going to show you pictures of Marcel Duchamp's seminal 1917 piece. Okay. The Fountain. What does seminal mean? Uh, Like groundbreaking. Oh, Amazing. Okay, you ready? This is not a vocabulary podcast. uh, There's going to be a lot of art talk. Uh, These pictures aren't in any order, okay? Okay. So here's one picture. What the hell is that? So I'd like you to describe uh, it looks. It looks like a urinal. I'm, I felt like I was looking at it. Is it a urinal? It is a urinal. Okay. It looks like a urinal, and it says R. Mutt, 1917. Yeah. Okay. Here's another picture. Is this an art piece, or did he just make a urinal for a bathroom? Well, I can get into it. Let me show you all the pictures first. Okay. This is a different angle. All right. Black and white. <laughs> Here it is in oh a gallery. My God. This Does this make you feel different now that it's in a gallery? This no. is a third picture. Mm-mm. Okay. And here you go. Here's okay, a, can I a ask a question? From the tape. I okay. <laughs> I don't have a ween. How is this different to any other urinal? What's the difference, like as a man? Okay, it's not. It's actually on its back. So yeah, I see. Okay, so, so it's it just would actually flipped. be this way, right? Okay, wow. it's, it's it's displayed on its side for a reason. I think just because that's the easiest way to display it, right? Because otherwise, you'd have to put like pegs in there, hold it up. Yeah, Anyways, no, he, but he went it, for the simplest. Way. When you look at it, are you like, "This is a urinal," or what? When I when I look at it, without being a douche, it's both things <laughs> at the same time. Okay. Okay, for me, because of the context. Of the piece. Okay, so I think just for posterity and not to put my own opinion in it, I'm just going to read some extracts from Wikipedia because um, I don't want to slant the following statements. Henri Robert Marcel Duchamp, or 
Henry Robert Marcel Duchamp, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> if you're English, I guess, uh, was born in 1887. He died in 1968. He was a French painter, sculptor, chess player, which is important later, and writer whose work is associated with Cubism, Dada, and conceptual art. Is that who this is? That's who did this. Okay, so he goes by Marcel Duchamp as an artist, but his name is Henri Robert Marcel Duchamp. Yeah. Okay. It's Marcel Duchamp, everybody. Everybody in the art world knows who Everybody Marcel knows Duchamp who that is. is. Yeah. And I've, so heard his, I've heard that name. I think I've brought him up I think to you you've before. told me about him. Yeah. And so, like, he was just, he was a guy, the French-born artist, and was sort of a provocateur, right? Like, mm-hmm. kind of a rule breaker and yeah. he was into these new is that why he made urinals of art yeah kind of um and then he was sort of a contemporary with picasso and henry matisse mm, you know, i like matisse big hitters right big hitters you love picasso uh yeah <laughs> i do i like his blue shit uh and it says here he had an immense impact on 20th century and 21st century art and he had a seminal that uh, Influence on the development of conceptual art. Uh, by the time of World War One, he had rejected the work of many of his fellow artists. Like he was like, "F these guys!" Mm, like like throwing, every other artist, throwing mad shade on everyone. That's literally every artist. Yeah, as producing retinal art. Okay. In- oh yeah, intended only to please the eye. Instead, Duchamp wanted to use art to serve the mind. Mm. How about that? I respect it. I don't get it, but I respect it. Well, maybe by the end of this, you'll you'll probably still say like this is bullshit, but maybe you'll have a better mm. understanding right. of it. We have a we have a urinal. Yes, but he it, called it fountain. He called it fountain. So he took an actual urinal from a place in New York. And then he entered it into a society art show. And the society foundation that he was a member of the board on, their whole ethos, because it was like this Dada movement, was to never reject anything that was submitted. That was their concept. They're always going to be like, yes, we're going to show it. Even I if it's like crap, that. Right? Okay, but isn't that just stealing? Well, hold on. Let me let me lay the groundwork. So, so he went in there with a wrench and took a urinal out of no, a bathroom? No, no, he bought it from a shop. Oh, okay. Like a urinal shop, <laughs> right? Okay. And then he signed it, and then he submitted it to this thing under a pseudonym, Armut, because he didn't want anyone to know that he did it because he was on the board of directors of the society. Is that allowed? Sure. They rejected it. I thought they weren't allowed to reject. Exactly. So then he quit because he was like, you guys are full of shit. But he didn't say it to him because he didn't want them to know that he... that he did the art piece. Okay. And then there's this whole story about him like sneaking it out because no one could see that he made it. So he had to like sneak in there, pick this thing up and then take it somewhere else. And then he took it to his buddy's place and his buddy took this photo, the first photo of black and white in front of this painting. And this is what got all the press basically. And this is how it became a big Why? deal. Well, because then he submitted it to a bunch of other stuff and it started this whole debate about what art is and what art isn't. This is literally like the my the bane of my nightmare. existence. <laughs> this is literally your worst. Wait, nightmare. so when they found out it was him after that? Yeah, I mean, uh, he, yeah. So yes. this is this is the whole point, right? If he went there and was like, "I would like to submit this urinal," they would be like, "This is a this is the most beautiful art urinal we've ever seen," but because he was our mutt, Rodrigo Mutt. Or whatever Arma is. No. 
No, so I, I, I at the time, it's 1917, so like literally no one in the world has ever done anything like this. Everyone's painting yeah, pictures, Yeah, but don't right? you think if they knew it was him, they would take it? I don't think so. You don't think so? No, I think this was a really controversial piece. No one had ever done anything like this Is it before. because it wasn't art and it was just a urinal? Well, quite. <laughs> <Do> you, <laughs> that's, that's the opinion. It became like a big deal. Okay. Super big. I mean, I guess this is why this is called Is It Art? Because right now I'm thinking that's a hell no. Okay. So uh, let me read you a little bit of uh, Wikipedia about Fountain. And okay. then we can go from there. So Fountain is one of Duchamp's most famous works and is widely seen as an icon of 20th century art. Oh, my God. The original, which is lost. <laughs> it's a urinal. Cons- <laughs> consisted of a standard urinal or urinal in England usually presented on its back for exhibition purposes. And it was signed and dated R. Mutt, 1917. Fountain has been seen as a quintessential example of what Duchamp called a ready-made, which is an ordinary manufactured object designated by the artist as a work of art. So basically... Okay, so you could literally be like, I found this leaf, but I am designating this an, a work of art. Basically, he came up with the idea, along with like Dardos, of like... I can take this thing and recontextualize it into art. Okay, so this is my this is my biggest issue with art is that it's just so objective. Subjective. Subjective. Yeah. It's so subjective that it's like you he did nothing to this. There was no art that went into this. And that's when artists are like, but it was because it was the art of the mind. Okay, well interesting you say that because the next portion of this reading says what is most groundbreaking about this piece is that for the first time, the significance of a work of art has been detached utterly from the artist's role in making it. So basically, he didn't, saying, ma- he didn't make it. He didn't it. touch it. He wrote a signature on it. It wasn't even his name. But his whole mentality was he didn't want art to be about craft. He wanted it to be about the mind. So he's saying, I, as an artist, have reinvented this object into an art piece, and the art piece says something completely different from a thing that you piss into, Mm. right? I mean, it's not that it's, like, horrific that he decided to submit a urinal. I just think that it's still a urinal, and also, it's not even his urinal. Who's the person that designed the urinal? How come they don't get credit? I think the company was mutt. If I designed a urinal and then a famous artist got it super popular and was like, look at my art piece. If I designed that urinal or if I was the person that had to pour the ceramic in the mold, I'd be like, hey. (laughs) I don't know, though. That's my urinal. I don't know about that because the people making the urinals are making them to be urinals. He took the urinal and made it into something else. He didn't make... That's my issue. What? How did he make it that's into the, something else? That's the point. He no. recontextualized well, it. No, but the, he didn't. He did Th- That's the whole point. That's my whole he point. He literally <laughs> took it out of the context of it's in a restroom and you're pissing in it and he uh-huh. put it in the context of an art gallery. So he did... He didn't put it in a context. He just put it in that an art is gallery. Re- he has changed the context no, of the object. No, he hasn't. He how? <laughs> because has. he decided... So there should be another form of expression or another form of whatever you call it, art, that's not actually art. That's just like ideas we could be like, oh, what a great idea. <laughs> like, we shouldn't call things like this art because it's not art. It's one, like, you're saying if he says he doesn't want art to be about the craft, 
then you're literally just allowing anybody in the world to have an idea and to deem it art because they decided that. Well, so it's like, that's like any, if a person who has a horrible singing voice is like, I am an artist because I think I'm an artist. I should have the same sort of recognition as all these other people who have actual talent. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't mean it's awful that you don't have talent, but you're taking away from the people that do. All right, so one, you're projecting that he was saying, like, I'm better than everyone else. He was just saying, this is art, right? Yeah, but Two, he's wrong. <laughs> there's plenty of singers that are not good, like Gwen Stefani. Hey. <laughs> Sorry, Gwen. Love you, Gwen. But you suck at singing. <laughs> just bear in mind... Okay, it's fine. So, like, think about some other art pieces. So, like, Andy Warhol's soup tins that he painted a picture of. Yeah, craft. So, because he painted it. Yes. But he had helpers paint his shit for him. He didn't paint half his stuff. He just came up with the idea as the artist, and he had other people execute it. Okay, so he also doesn't deserve credit then. (laughs) None of these people deserve credit. (laughs) I think... You deserve credit for the idea. Nah, okay, for sure. But that's what I'm saying. You could, like, great idea, dude. Not great art piece. Great idea. Mm. Well, cool okay. idea. Cool way to shake it up. Well, I think we know Sinead's opinion. <laughs> no, it's fine. I'm still on the fence. I want you to put this into the context of 1917, right? So I, I picked some things that happened in 1917 just to show you what the world was like. Well, I mean, we just there's a movie about it. Well, quite. World War One was... Getting underway. Raging. Mm-hmm. Denmark sold the Danish West Indies to the United States for $25 million of gold. $25 million in 1917? Holy shit. So I looked that up. It's only $42 million today. Oh, that's not that's much as I thought it would be. No. Maybe How is it only $42 million? Maybe it was 402 I mean, we could buy that. I think it's four. No, it's $420 million. Oh, okay. I was going to say. Still not that much, though. Are you fucking kidding? I mean, $420 million? Bezos could buy like 10 of those. Okay, but that's Bezos. Yeah, well, that's my benchmark. <laughs> <laughs> the United States entered World War One in 1917 mainly I found out because they intercepted a telegram from Germany mm-hmm. and Germany were like going to Mexico like hey hey if the United States declare war against us we will give you all of your shit back from the southwest United States if we win Tight. And like America got intercepted and we're like, fuck you. We're going mean, now we're definitely Germany, doing it. very questionable things happening in the nineteen hundreds for Germany too, but that is tight. Which one? That Germany are like that trying to close you up to Mexico. No, that they were like, We'll give you everything that rightfully belongs to you. It belongs to nobody. Right? Belongs to Well now, I mean I guess legally technically it should belong to the United States. Well it belongs Americans. to the United States now. <laughs> but yeah, but that's also true, yeah. I guess. Okay, all right, cool, interesting, interesting. Canada introduced its first ever income tax. Before 1917, there was no income tax in Canada, and they introduced it as a temporary measure hmm. to bolster the economy, and then they were like, this is nice, free money. Uh, and then some people were born. Zsa Zsa Gabor was born in 1917. Um, Do you know who Zsa Zsa Gabor is? I've heard that name. She's like a crazy old lady. I guess she wasn't old. She's old recent years. Uh, who collected a lot of shoes. She was like a socialite, I believe. Mm. She, died mm. in, she died in 2016. It was a good run. Wait, she was 99? Yeah. Damn. Steven Spielberg's dad was born. I can't remember what his worst, first name was. Arnold. Arnold Schwarzenegger or something. Schwarzenegger? Arnold Spielberg. <laughs> Dude, I'm out of it. Uh, <laughs> Steven Spielberg's dad is Arnold Schwarzenegger? <laughs> yeah, it's wild. <laughs> uh, it's a movie in that. Uh, <laughs> John F. Kennedy was born. 
Oh, interesting. And then most importantly, Nils Carlsen was born. Are you named after him? No. Oh. He was a Swedish Olympic cross-country skier. Oh, and also what happened in 1917? Marcel Duchamp. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm putting it <laughs> into... Put a urinal. Putting it into In an context. art gallery. But like, think of how fucking old school 1917 okay, if is. He, if he built a urinal, but <laughs> didn't take credit for bu- building it or sculpting it or whatever... And then put it in there and was like, I didn't want it to be about my craft. I put it in there, fine. But isn't it wrong that he just took somebody else's urinal? He just bought a urinal? I don't think so. Uh, personally, I don't think so. But like, how do you think, how do you in your brain, <laughs> that sounds so rude. <laughs> how do you in your brain yeah. say that it's art by somebody taking somebody else's work? Because the I think if you were taking somebody else's art and then passing it off as your own, that's fucked up. But no, he's but he taking is. he's taking a ready-made object, right? So it could it doesn't have to be a urinal. Could have been a soup can. Could have been a banana. Could have been anything, right? And well, he's, don't get me started on the banana. We'll get to that in future episodes. <laughs> <laughs> but like he's taking something and he's putting it in a gallery setting, and it says one. It says it, this is your least favorite thing, right? Because it says something about art itself. Ugh, yeah. And then I two. Hate that. It says something about the modern world, and then it, sure. says, it says a lot. I of, think it it's I think it's cool in that in that sense. I think it's cool that people can try to shake things up. I think it's cool that he was like, "I'm doing something different, and I want to say something." I think all of that's fine and great. I have an issue when we automatically deem ideas as art just because it's an idea. Well, here you go. Like, at the time, this is how everyone... It's a rec- statement. This is how everyone received it, right? Like, this is how half the people were like, this is amazing, and half the people were like, this is the death of art. And it's still... Yes. De- that's still debated to this day. I did, mean, I'm on the front lines of that debate. Did Duchamp break art, basically, with this? No. But that's like the that's the conversation. <laughs> oh, the critics oh, are having. I thought you were asking I'm me. Not, no, that's not a real question. <laughs> okay, I was like, Mm-mm. that's how it's framed, right? Yeah, is no, that like, I get it. Is I that think like mo- a lot of people were like, well, if that's art, anything can be art. Uh, well, and which that's, is true. Uh, that's true. Uh, so, like you're saying, art can't be just a statement. What about performance art? Okay, well, this is why I say everyone's gonna hate me in this podcast because I feel like it's a statement. It's an idea. I think that can it's be It's a art. move. It doesn't necessarily mean it's art. What is art? <laughs> is it art? Question I'm going to be up all night after this. <laughs> this, is so, this is the type of thing that horrifies me because right. I agree with what you're saying. I just, at the end of the day, it, it's going to take something very, very specific to change my mind about a lot of these things. But like an invisible square on a sidewalk or a banana on a painting or on a canvas or a urinal to me doesn't scream oh, this is the thing that's going to shake me up and be like, whoa, is this art? Because at the end of the day, he bought a urinal, wrote wrote a name on it that wasn't even his, and put it in a gallery. And I don't think that it's wrong for that gallery to be like, we don't want this. Yeah, sure. Shit. I, I fully, Sugar. I understand. It's not a shit, it's a piss. You oh, have shit right. in it. That would be awkward. <laughs> 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 it would just get full of turds. Ew. Ew, ew, ew. <laughs> I've definitely seen urinals that are full of turds. It's a good-looking urinal. Um, yeah, I mean, look, I understand your perspective. I don't necessarily agree with it because I do think in the right context, any object could be art. And, like, found art is a real thing. Like, it's it's real. There's a couple of quotes from articles at the time that discuss the same things that you're discussing, so... 
Here's a quote from the Blind Man magazine. Whether Mr. Mutt, with his own hands, made the fountain or not has no importance. He chose it. He took an ordinary article of life, placed it so that its useful significance disappeared under the new title and point of view, and created a new thought for that object. What was the new thought? The new thought is, is it art? <laughs> no, the new thought is whatever it makes you feel, right? Like, Ugh, I don't... That, see, that's that's where I get... That's my whole I, issue. Well, I think it's a statement in itself to take a ready-made object and put it somewhere else and, like, change the meaning of the thing. Like, why is this urinal here? It's... Well, yeah. Like, what does that's it mean? That's cool. I like, like, the really fancy ch- side chair that was in front of that hill the other day. Like, just to give you guys an idea, we, like, live on this other side of this hill. And dr- driving over the hill, we have to do often. And was it like just a couple weeks ago, not even, that this random, very fancy like looking week. chair was just on the sidewalk in front of this hill. And in on this hill, there's like a little dip in the hill where it's like flat and there's just this chair there. And I liked the way it looked. I don't know if it was purposeful. I don't know if somebody put, put it there on purpose or what. And I can understand when people put like, a phone booth in the middle of the desert, right? And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, cool. That's a cool statement. I'm not necessarily looking at that chair and being like, wow, what a beautiful art piece. And I think that's where I get confused as to how people can see a found item. Somebody takes an item that they didn't make and puts it somewhere and all of a sudden we're like, oh my God, this is the most beautiful art thing or this is the coolest art statement. I don't get it. I'm just like, oh, what a cool idea to put that chair there. Make people think about something? Sure. I don't know if just because you made me think that I would still consider it art. Yeah, I think that's where we differ because I think that is the point of art. So I think... Is it? Yeah, I think think Duchamp's statement and a lot of modern artists' statements is like it's not really important what the medium is, right? Like if it's a sculpture, if it's a painting, if it's a photograph, if it's a performance, it's actually important what the idea is and how you... The viewer reacts to it. It's upsetting me. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so I'll tell you how he described it. He, well, his meaning behind it was that he adamantly asserted that he wanted to de-deify the artist. So he wanted to reduce the pedestal that art painterly artists were put on, like the classic Renaissance Absolutely. artists. And he said the ready-mades provided a way around inflexible, either-or aesthetic propositions. What the F? They represent a shift in art. Fountain is what's called an... Oh, this is a hard word. A chiropitoi? <laughs> what? <laughs> Whatever that word is. An image not shaped by the hands of an artist. Fountain brings us into contact with an original that is still an original, but that also exists in an altered philosophical and metaphysical states. Is that what he said? This is These what are some, his this, words? This is what somebody else said. He said he wanted to de-deify the artist. Oh, okay. Somebody else said this. Check this line out. It is a manifestation of the Kantian sublime, a work of art that transcends a form, but that is also intelligible, an object that strikes down an idea while allowing it to spring up stronger. I don't know what the fuck that means. Honestly, that's <laughs> my whole issue, right? This is what I mean when I'm like, Okay, (laughs) someone decides that something is art and then they just say what they think and it's so forced. It's like, I said it's art 
we want to support the idea that it's not all about the artist. So we're telling you to accept this as art, which then you are making it still about the artist. And because that artist is famous enough, people are like, okay, Marcel Duchamp said that this urinal is the fountain. He wants to take it away from the artist itself. But nobody would give a shit about this urinal if they didn't find out that Marcel Duchamp did it. That's not true. So even when it was released, so that first quote I read to you from the Blind Man magazine, the Art Review magazine, still attributed it to R. Mutt, who was an unknown person. So he actually... I, I give him some props, right? Because he didn't, he wasn't like, no, it's a Duchamp. Like, just kidding, it's a Duchamp. I'm famous, it should be famous. He actually released it as this, and people attributed it to our mutt, and it still blew up in the art world. Yeah, I mean, I can see that, I, I can see why something like this would garner attention, right? Especially in 1917. When I look at it, I'm like, okay, cool. I just don't know if I, at the, my very core, and maybe I'm dead inside because when I look at this, I don't feel anything. So that's what I'm saying. It's going to take something very specific. Like, I need to feel something. I agree In with order that. to, like, if the whole point is, oh, it's not about the artist. It's about how this makes you feel. How this makes me feel is nothing. I feel nothing. Well, I agree <laughs> with that, but I also think he was also not interested in feelings. He was interested in intellectualizing it right so he's saying it's not about the piece of art it's about how your mind reacts to it so the idea that your mind feels nothing when you look at it or you're like oh it's a urinal or you're like that was his point or you're like hey this isn't art i think that's also part of his thing that he was trying to say i know it's very like layered I know it makes my it makes my brain like hurt like actually physically hurt because I just don't (laughs) I don't know how to I don't know how to understand it and it makes me so irritated that I cannot wrap my head around this and just for context everyone who's listening this is a debate Nils and I have had for years that's why I wanted to do this podcast because the debate kills me. Yeah, because it makes you mad. And I know there are people in this world that would go and like look this up and be like, "Oh my god, this is so cool!" Like, I wish I could have seen this for myself. So I don't like. I don't think the piece is cool, or even that interesting. But I, I think if you put your mind in the mind of it's 1917, then I think it's insane. And that to me, that's really impressive. That so, like everyone is painting. Every single artist in the whole world yeah, that is cool. up until that point has only ever painted. And then this guy's like, nope, I've got this other idea. This thing, it can be art. And it's also like a big fuck you to other artists, oh which is God. like part he's of like, his, that's part like of his thing. He, of the 1900s. he was the original oh Banksy. Oh my God. <laughs> he literally is. No, he actually is. And like he's credited. There has to be a Banksy in every century. So this piece is actually credited with the birth of so much more not like Damien Hurst, like Tracy Emmett, like so many, like Warhol, like all of these people, like pop art in general, who are taking everyday objects or taking the mundane and then replacing it or remaking it into a different interpretation. Like he's actually. The genesis of that, so you, he's either like a hero or a villain, depending on your perspective of modern art. I don't even, I don't, I don't even know if I feel even that much about it. You know, <laughs> it's like I'm not like annoyed by him. I'm not anno- I'm not even annoyed by this urinal. I'm just like cool, cool urinal, dude. 
Like that that's how I feel. I think that's how you feel about a lot of art though. Absolutely. Like Rothko, I'm like nice rectangles. <laughs> I just I don't know. It's like, yeah, I respect I respect the art, which I think why this frustrates me so bad. Because I respect the move. I just don't necessarily look at the move and be like, what a beautiful artistic move. I'm like, cool idea, dude. That's how that's where my mind goes. I'm yeah. like, what a cool idea. I like when I see a toilet in a gallery. I'm like, that's fucking weird, but cool. That's cool. Good for you. But I'm not necessarily being like, oh my God, this is making me feel all these things other than, oh, that was a cool idea. I definitely think it's more stunt based than thought based. One, in 1917, this is like a taboo. Like to have a urinal in public view was like, oh my God. This yeah. makes me think of dicks. <laughs> Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like everyone, I don't think like, it makes him any less of an artist because he's still an artist in his own right. I think this is a cool idea. I don't necessarily think this is a work of art. But I, but like I think that's where again we differ because you need it to have some intrinsic like oh it's beautiful. For I it don't. To be valuable. I don't. I don't think. I think it is valuable. I think this is valuable, like, in the context of the time period. I think it's valuable that somebody had the balls to do this. So why isn't that art, then? If it's valuable... Because it's a urinal <laughs> that he I bought. I I almost had you on board. <laughs> no. That's what I'm saying. Right. I think the idea is cool. I think it's an awesome idea that he did that. I think he. it's amazing that he had the, the foresight... Right. The foresight to be like, this is going to shake things up and get people to think. And I want to change the way. Yeah. Like painters are put on this pedestal because art shouldn't be about that. Art should be about so much more than that. And if I decide this is art, then it is art. But then it's like then that's the entire world. We could all do something, but we'll never get the recognition for it. People could have been questioning this without them knowing who he is, but would we be talking about this 100 years later if we didn't find out it was Marcel Duchamp? I vote no. I'm going to say no. I, dis- I, think, I disagree. Uh-uh. No, There's I disagree. no way, No, because like I, like I said, it blew up as yeah. Armand. Everyone was like, who the fuck is Armand? This piece of art is amazing. Wow, this person is groundbreaking. So it's actually this not... Do they think that he sculpted it? It's not, no. It's not, it's not Duchamp. It's the piece is actually, revolu- the idea is actually revolutionary. Oh, my God. Anyway, let's move on okay. to some interventions, which is an important part. Okay. You're I need gonna, wine. You're going to like this. I need beer, too. Really quick, can I just say, the coolest thing about this urinal so far is the photograph. But <laughs> Well, a professional artist, friend, photographer took that picture. Yeah, it's a good photograph, and also just, like, how old school the photograph Ooh. is. I like it. All right, so... I bet in, in real life though, just looked like a fucking urinal. So interventions, which is this is my this is some of my favorite shit with a lot of art, right? Is is how other people have interacted with it. So they pee in it. Several performance artists have attempted to contribute to the piece by urinating in it. South African-born artist Kendall Gears rose to international notoriety in 1993 when, at a show in Venice, he urinated into the fountain. Mm. Artist, oh, as a you. South African person, I uh, I reject him. No, you're part, you're a pro. <laughs> no, I reject him. Artist musician Brian Eno declared that he successfully urinated in Fountain while it was exhibited in the MoMA in 1993. Okay, so I'm sorry, people peeing. They're saying that's art. Yeah, hold on. He admitted Brian Eno admitted that it was only a technical triumph because he needed to urinate in a tube in advance 
so he could convey the fluid through a gap between the protective glass. That's commitment. That is the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> uh, in spring 2000, Wan Chai, Wan Chi, Wan Chai, Wan Chai, and Jian Jun Zi. I can't do Chinese names. I'm really sorry. So in spring 2000, two Chinese artists mm-hmm. who in 1999 had jumped on Tracy Emin's installation sculpture, My Bed, which we will talk about in a future episode. Um, Did they just submit their bed? I'm going to kill somebody. In the, in the Tate. <laughs> went to the newly opened Tate Modern and tried to urinate in on the fountain, which was okay, on display. Okay. However, they were prevented from soiling the sculpture directly by its perspex case. Okay, that's so rude, first of all. It's so rude. It, even though I still think it's just a fucking urinal, like, just pee in the bathroom. Okay. What is wrong with you? They, They're they not peeing because they need to pee. They're peeing as a contribution to the piece as an art what? piece. What? Well, this is why art's stupid, right? Uh, they said, the urinal is there. It's an invitation. As Duchamp said himself, it's the artist's choice. He chooses what is art. We just added to it. Oh my god! Okay, I'm. You've lost me officially. You've officially. I don't lost agree with me. these people. I'm just. I thought that you'd find this interesting or funny or both. I'm. I'm. My. I'm <laughs> sore. My mind is sore. Okay. Um, in 2006, in Paris, uh, Fountain was attacked by Pierre Pioncelli, a 76-year-old French performance artist most noted for damaging two of the eight copies of Fountain in his lifetime. The hammer he used during the assault on the artwork caused a slight chip. Pin okay, so that's, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. So if Duchamp is saying it's, the way, it's what we do to it, it's how you feel about it, and people are like, oh, well, it is art if I pee in it. See my performance? Did you see my pee? And then somebody else is like, I smashed it with the hammer. You see what I did to yeah. it? So this is what I'm saying is like, because we have decided that it's cool or normal to deem anything art, if somebody says it's art, then that therefore people are now allowed to ruin pieces, even if it's a fucking urinal and be like, well, this was the whole point. This in the context, it's art. I think that's actually accurate. If Duchamp can say this urinal is a piece of art then why can't... That opens opens the door to somebody who's a performance artist to be like, well, me peeing on it is also art. Like, Duchamp did that to himself. And in fact, like, most of those artists who did that, even though they got in trouble, said Duchamp would have loved this. And they're probably right, because, like, oh he's like God. a Banksy, right? Yeah. <laughs> Banksy would love that shit. If somebody bought a Banksy work and then they lit it on fire afterwards, he'd be like, oh, my God, this is amazing. And then the ashes would sell for triple the price. <laughs> yeah, 100%. This is so dumb. Okay. So this is my closing, my closing fun fact, my okay. fun Duchamp fact. Um, is it going to make me upset? No, okay. you're going to like it. Okay. In November 1927, after having years earlier shifted his energies entirely from making art to playing chess. So he was like, fuck art, I'm done with it. I only care about playing chess now. He was like, I, ma- I released my urinal, I'm done. <laughs> this was 10 years later. He was like, no more art for me. I want to know. Only chess. I want to know. You need to tell me next week before we start the next episode. I want to update and I want you to list some of the other things he did after the fountain. Okay, sure. After saying he only wanted to do chess in 1927, his new wife, Liddy, 
had had enough of his incessant strategizing of moves. I thought moves. he had enough of his, like... <laughs> of his bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Enough of his chess bullshit, basically. And one night when he was sleeping, she glued all the pieces of his chess set to the board. Please don't tell me they put this in a gallery. They divorced a month later. Oh, okay. They're gonna be like, <laughs> he then thought... This is wonderful. And submitted the chessboard no. <laughs> to a gallery. No, she was like, I'm so, like, they just got married. And he was like, chess, chess. Oh, what about this move? What about this opening? Blah, blah, blah. And she was like, fucking shut up. So when he was asleep, she glued his shit to the board. Honestly, she is amazing. And then a month later, he was like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Second of all, I would be pissed too. That's so rude. Like, what if you, uh, what if you poured concrete over the soil and all my plants, you know? And you were just like, I'm done. <laughs> I'm sick of you talking about plants. <laughs> and you just like sealed all my plants <laughs> into their pots. I would kill you. I think Duchamp is a weirdo. And maybe that's why he's an artist. <laughs> and that's cool. I think this urinal, the idea, I think the idea is cool. Great idea. Great way to shake up the art world. Great way to make people stop and think, hey, it's not all about all of these painters and like what we have built all of these artists up to be. It's the same way, the same argument that happens today, right? Banksy could take a shit in a Ziploc bag and then that turd would sell for $10 million. You know what I'm saying? You, you should copyright that. Whatever. There you go, Banksy. There's your next <laughs> idea. You're welcome. So I'm just saying like, yes, he was already thinking what I think. So in a way, him and I think the same where it's like, why the fuck do we care so much about these artists, right? Where it's like, literally, they could do nothing and we'll still glorify them because we have to. They're famous artists. They've earned their right. But also, there's nothing wrong with that. And I also respect that he decided to do something different. But at the end of the day, after all has been said and done, I don't give a shit what Wikipedia <laughs> says. It is a fucking urinal that he bought, put a name on it, and put it in a gallery. So the idea is cool. The statement is cool. But is it art question mark? No. <laughs> it's not. Okay. It's a urinal. The, the idea is maybe artistic. The statement is artistic, but the urinal is not art. The urinal is a urinal. <laughs> and that's where I stand. All right. Well, that's our first episode of Is It Art? Also, I'm really mark. sorry if I piss anybody <laughs> off. And uh, also, just so you know, if you totally disagree with me, don't email us. No, I, we her, don't care. At her, <laughs> at her Sinead DeFreeze on Instagram. Don't at me. No. I don't care. <laughs> Definitely I really, do. I don't care. I promise you, I don't care. I promise, I promise you, I don't care. And if you are inspired by this urinal, that's great. That's what Duchamp wanted. He is celebrating right now that you He's were inspired. Dead. He's yeah. definitely dead. Well, I mean, we have different beliefs on the afterlife, but he is celebrating right now <laughs> that you were inspired by his urinal. Go shake something up, dude. Go shake it up. But please don't submit a urinal that you bought to an art gallery because I will not buy tickets to that art gallery. All right. Well, I guess we'll see you next week. Uh, do you want to? Do you want to know what's happening next week? You can give me a hint. No, I don't want you to look it up. You promise you won't look it I up. I promise I won't look it up. Okay, so that's episode one, Marcel, Duch Marcel Duchamp's Fountain, 1917. Next week is Chris Ophilly's The Holy Virgin Mary. It's going to be great. Oh, no, I'm nervous. It's a painting. 
Is it shit? <laughs> You'll find that next week. Is it week? like a triangle? <laughs> You'll find out. It's like a giant white canvas with this tiny little triangle, and he called it the Holy Virgin Mary. Yeah, you'll find out next week. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye.